This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. Uh, joining us now is our favorite guest. I think our favorite and most popular guest, the uh, weather person from Fox News. That's one of her one of her gigs. She's also an advocate for the elderly, uh, voice for the voiceless, and now author of uh, soon-to-be bestseller, Make Your Own Sunshine, our friend Janice Dean. Hi, Janice. How are you? I am good, my friend. How are you, Jerry? Uh, I'm great. I just have to ask you. I feel this way when I watch you, and you make lots of appearances, and you, uh, and 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 you're and you never let up. Do you feel like you're winning? I mean, I'm not sure you felt that way in the beginning. You might maybe you felt like it was a long road, and it was maybe an impossible task. But you have been on this for whatever it's been nine, ten months. I really feel like you are winning this battle, and you're winning it big. It has to be satisfying. Not it's not over yet, but it has to be pretty satisfying for, from your perspective. I don't know. I, I guess I'll believe it when I see it. You know, I know that the governor is wounded. There's no question. There's allegations of harassment. And finally, the big channels are starting to cover him, not for the reasons that I would like them to cover right. him. Um, but there's certainly uh, there's certainly movement and people are really waking up to the fact that he's a bully. He's been a bully his whole career. Um, the threatening people, um, uh, just really dirty, you know, dirty political tactics to, um, to get at people. Um, it's, it's sad in a way because he's gotten away with it for so long. Right, you know, right. he really has for, for many years. Now all of these people are finally feeling that it's a safe place to come out and talk about their experiences. And, People ask me if if they're you know I'm I'm mad because the coverage of him has been about the sexual harassment charges, and listen, no woman should ever have to experience something like that. I've had to experience that in my career. Uh, it's never okay, but it's all part of the same person. You know, he he's a bully. He's been in power for so many years. He feels like he is untouchable. I'm not surprised that he demeans women and makes them feel intimidated um, because that's what he's been doing his whole life, really, political life. Um, go ahead. Yes, uh, six months ago, I mean, we talked to you a few months ago and before the all these sexual uh, uh, assault and harassment charges came to light and I wasn't sure if you were going to bring him down. I certainly was hoping. I've called it the worst scandal in American political history. And if anyone wants to refute that, you tell me where there, where anyone has l directly led to the death of 15,000 people. That's, I mean, that didn't happen in Watergate. You know, that didn't happen in any scandal in my lifetime, at least. And it was outrageous that the media was ignoring it. It was frustrating as hell from my perspective, and I'm sure it was much, much worse for you to get so little coverage and they continue to fawn over him, many in the media and God knows Hollywood, you know, all the, the Ben Stillers and Chelsea handlers, they just ignored it. And I feel this way. I know, I know uh, a lot of people, especially conservatives are mad now because they're covering the sexual harassment charges and still ignoring the nursing home scandal. But in my mind, Janice, if it takes tax evasion to bring down mm. Al Capone, so be it. Without this, I'm not sure everyone would have woken up in, to the nursing home scandal. So I'm okay with the fact that they're getting them on this, as long as they get them on something. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know if you agree completely or if you uh, are still frustrated that you're getting people like you, you've written a, a, a number of times, people in the New York Times will write a whole story about the sexual harassment with no mention of the nursing home scandal. 
I think you're right. And you're right about the Al Capone. Uh, my husband said that weeks ago when the first few allegations were coming out and, and, you know, lawmakers were finally saying, you know, time to resign. He said exactly that, the tax evasion Al Capone uh, comparison. And you're right. I feel the same way. If this is what brings him down, I'm okay with that as long as the investigations continue. Uh, there's a federal investigation. There's an FBI investigation. I believe the DOJ investigation under the uh, current administration and the Trump administration should continue. Um, I believe there is a corrupt money trail uh, when it comes to the nursing home scandal. It wasn't science that he was basing his mandate on. It was hospital lobbyists. Um, why weren't, why didn't they use the comfort ship and the Javits center and all of those federal, um, makeshift hospitals that, you know, millions of dollars from taxpayers paid for and they went empty. So you're right. I think whatever brings him down, uh, as long as those investigations continue, uh, because I believe they're, they are criminal. You, you read and it was one of the most, I tweeted about it, the column by, uh, I like Linda Stassi in the New York Daily News oh. today. It was the most unbelievable thing I tweeted about. It. She talked about how uh, he was the perfect guy still during this pandemic. And I guess there's still going to be some old soldier on that island. But I looked at that and I said, that's how you know Janice Dean is winning. This woman appears insane. She's writing oh. about how great Cuomo is and ignoring all the nursing homes and, and basically downplaying, minimizing the, the sexual harassment. But, being, but but let's face it, Janice, she's a joke. Linda, that column was a joke, which means you've changed everything. Or you yeah. and people like you, Ronald Kim and others, have changed everything. Nobody can credibly look at Cuomo as a as a legit leader anymore. It's just and and you know a, a guy who has a future in politics. That's all over. And I like to think of it is because of you. Oh well. Let's see how what happens. Let's talk in, you know, let's talk in six months and see where we are. I do hope it's over for him. I do. Um, there were a lot of people that that wanted to ha have this happen. I was just the one that had the biggest microphone. Right. Uh, and uh, it's funny because I'm out with this book about making sunshine and and people are like, well, how can you go on and promote a book about making sunshine when you're like, you know, the lady that's trying to bring down the governor? And I think it's it's this it's I'm the same person. And being an advocate is also making sunshine because you're shining light on a situation that deserves to be paid attention to. And hopefully the the things that I'm trying to do to raise awareness for will make sure that it never happens for another family. I mean, this we can't have nursing homes uh, uh, go through a pandemic like this and and have this sort of corruption and blanket immunity and 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 money exchange for patients. I mean, these are lives we're talking about. These are human beings. Um, so, you know, I'm the same person. Uh, I love doing the weather and I love talking about National Cheeseburger Day and I love writing stories about people doing kind things for others, but I also am an advocate for on behalf of my family and the thousands of families that deserve it. And, and a great one. And I was, I, the big question I get, and I'm sure you get a lot more is why March 25th, you have the order to put coronavirus positive patients in nursing homes, even though the comfort ship is that comfort ship is empty. Javits center is almost empty. And 
the question is, why would you do it? What do you get from it? And I think you touched on one of the theories is the money from the nursing home owners and the nursing home lobbyists. The other one is using the comfort ship makes Donald Trump look good. Is it both those things, one or the other? What is the motivation in your opinion? I know we don't know definitively, but what motivated him to do this heinous thing? I'm not sure. I have speculation. I, I do think it has to do with, you know, he, he probably didn't want anything good uh, from the administration back then. Um, you know, even the vaccines he, he didn't want to take because they came from the Trump administration. So you do have to look at that. But I think it's more nefarious than that. I think um, I think there is a there was a money exchange uh, between COVID patients and the nursing homes. Why did he put a blanket immunity in place like four days after that mandate? You know, he knew there was going to be deaths, I think. Um, <laughs> it's is, just, it's so unbelievable when you sit and think about it, the fact that he really didn't care about these people. Like, like he said, he, I mean, he's, he's been on TV saying, well, who cares if they died in the nursing home or the hospital, who cares? They died. That's him. That's totally him. He doesn't care at all. That's one of the turning points. I thought when he made that insane statement and everyone you know, saw it and you said, who cares with it? And you, the other one obviously is Ron Kim when he was trying to bully him, the assemblyman, a Democrat who lost a relative in the nursing home. He joined you, your forces. I mean, publicly really came out. That was a turning point, but my favorite turning point, Janice, and tell me if, if I got this right, was uh, one Richard Azo party spokesman oh. for um, Cuomo who said, was asked about Janice Dean, and, I said, and he said, quote, last I checked, she's not a credible source on anything except maybe the weather. And I said, way to go, uh, Richard, poke the bear. I knew, I kind of thought how you would uh, respond to that, as well as your supporters and, and Megyn Kelly and your friends said, here we go. Did that motivate you, or were you already completely 100% motivated? Did that light a fire under you? Well, certainly, because that's their bullying tactics. They want to silence you, so they diminish you. And that was a very sexist comment. I don't think he would have said that about a man. Um, but he that's his thing. I mean, he's just an extension of Cuomo, right? He's a bully. Um, he has threatened people. He's called people on the phone at midnight and screamed in the air, law, lawmakers and reporters. Um, so the more I get to know Cuomo and the people he surrounds himself with, the less I am surprised at a comment like that. And I just thought to myself, yeah, low hanging fruit. I mean, get creative here. You know, the weather girl to thing. That's I, that's what I say on Twitter when people come after me, like, eh, just stick with the weather. It's like you, you really uh, you're not creative at all here. Um, but certainly it. He got my back up a little bit, but yeah, it just made me want to talk more. I, I, somehow I think two deceased loved ones, people who didn't have to die, perhaps that's uh, enough to give you uh, plenty of uh, credibility or uh, <laughs> the idea yes. that losing a loved one isn't enough. Some have to be an expert on what, on virology or on, on nursing homes. I don't understand what you and what kind of credentials you need to be outraged by this. Do you think more than, uh, as much as Cuomo, the media has been exposed, particularly the, the New York media that has been carrying his water for decades. They'll continue to get away with this. I mean, it's it's a spotlight on them and the fact that they didn't cover this. And all of the news organizations, I, I highlighted that this morning, uh, that they didn't spend a whole lot of time on this latest sixth accuser. Um, 
but that's not surprising. You know, they they really didn't cover him during the 15,000 COVID nursing home deaths and or the cover up and instead did interviews fawning over him with his book. So you know, I'll never forget that. And the families that lost loved ones will never forget that, but they'll get away with it and they'll you continue to do it. How do you want this to end? Is it a resignation, which nobody expects, and you've tweeted about it, and he's never going to resign, or uh, whatever, impeachment? Is that enough, or do we need prison? Hmm. I think it's criminal. I don't think he'll ever go to prison. Even my husband says that. You know, he, he it's just is probably not going to happen. Um, but I want the full extent of the law. You know, if he did something that was against the law, obstruction obstruction of justice or you know covering for his lobbyist buddies who were lining his pockets making money off of book uh and essentially making money off of dead relatives and dead new yorkers um yeah i do it i mean justice for all i've seen the video of chris cuomo with the big uh q-tip and i've seen him laughing and giggling it has to be a hundred times at this point I always wonder what's your reaction. Does it continue to infuriate you or do you like it? Because it is embarrassing as hell for the governor that he was obviously not taking this thing seriously at the time. He was on with his brother nine times in the two months after he sent coronavirus positive patients into nursing homes. Mm -hmm. That was the thing that actually motivated me to go on television. So I'll really? always, yep. So even though it, physically makes me sick. It also is a reminder of what made me go on Tucker Carlson the night after that. You know, that was sort of the, that was the final straw, the final Q-tip that broke the camel's back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll never forget that, you know, the, the callousness, the, the, the comedy routine while thousands of bodies bags are piling up. I mean, it was just no, I mean, that was the turning point. So although, you know, that's an iconic picture, it's it was the turning point for me to, to speak out and tell my story. You must have laughed out loud when CNN said, we're not going to allow Chris to cover his brother anymore. <laughs> because He's been covering him for nine months, but now that his brother's in trouble, we're going to let someone else do it. So it's okay when his brother was a hero, oh. but now that his brother is a villain, Chris can't uh, can't touch it. I think they should put him on leave. Actually, I just think he uh, he can't be objective, really, and especially if the harassment charges keep coming out and he's not right. covering it. I, I just think he cannot be an objective. Is he a journalist? Is he what? What is he really? So, you know, I think if the shoe was on the other foot and it was on Fox and we had you know a brother of a, a leader that was going through something uh really um terrible i i think that fox would you know probably say let take a extended vacation for a little bit you know you can't remain objective what did you think of andrew como one year ago today before he ordered the patients the coronavirus patients into nursing homes did you know and did you suspect any of this that he was this callous that he was this narcissistic did you Oh, did you have no opinion of him? No, I actually thought he was doing a good job, to be really? quite honest with you. Yeah, in the very beginning, um, when we were scared and didn't know, I mean, this time last year, we were starting to go into lockdown and uh, you didn't know what was going on. You were, you just wanted information and he was 
providing that information at his PowerPoint presentations and he was calm. And I even suggested on social media, I was like, wow, you know, he seems to know what he's doing and calming everyone down. And that's before the dam <laughs> broke, you know, that's before everything happened. And, um, you know, now, now we know that he's been, he's been, really a terrible person for much of his career. Right. Which is what's so glorious about what you're doing. You're not just exposing this scandal. You're exposing the man who's been in the public eye for 40 years. And now, just now, Dad. we're learning what an awful human being he is. And I'll tell you, if he weren't so well-connected, if he weren't a Democrat, it would be a hell of a movie. Because this is what great movies are about, you know, about revenge and or justice, bringing someone like this, exposing him and bringing him to justice. And I mean, I, I, I respect the hell out of what you're doing, and I cannot wait to the, see the conclusion. I hope it ends up with prison, but if it at least ends up in, in disgrace, would that be good enough? If he is disgraced and we all know the truth and your in-laws and 15,000 other, 15, other voiceless uh, people, victims, get justice, is that is that? Yeah. The, the, I never want him to run for office again. Ooh. That's a good, that's a good one. And I'd like to maybe keep, if he keeps his hands off, you know, 25 year old girls. Yeah, it's probably be, a good idea too. That would be nice too. Well, the book is there right behind you. And I was going to ask you this before we go. It's kind of, I don't know if it's a, a paradox or a conflict for you because you are this happy, smiling, you know, everything optimist on in your day job, you know, and it, and it's like in your, in your spare time, you're busy bringing down this tyrant and you can only be so cheery when you're trying to bring a guy down who is responsible for the death of thousands of people. So is there a little bit of a, a conflict inside Janice Dean? Yeah, of course. I mean, this is, they're, they're both there. I am that person who wants to bring light to corruption and a terrible leader that I think helped kill my in-laws. Uh, I want to shed light. Sunlight is the best disinfectant for that. But on the other side of it, I've always been an optimistic person as well, uh, who, have, who has gone through challenges like everyone else and wanted to highlight other people's um, stories of going through something in their lives and realizing that they want to be good people afterwards that they want to spread goodness like sunshine so i am both the both of those things can be the same at, happening at the same time um so i mean you could think of it as the storm the storm happening then the sunshine comes out well and that, you, that's kind of what's happening i i don't know if you got the same seven figure advance that Andrew no Kimberly. no, no sorry <laughs> no <laughs> which is amazing because i couldn't imagine even if without the scandal who the hell would read that book? And I'm sure nobody did. I'm sure it was. People a, did. It was a New York Times bestseller. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It sold, I think, over 40,000 copies. People wow. bought it. I, well, here's, here's hoping that you sell at least, I don't know, 40,001. Let's hope that you sell more than he, mm. than he. And by the way, can you imagine having that on your shelf now? Looking up and there's Andrew Cuomo with a book about leadership during the pandemic. I actually think they can use that in a court of law against him. So oh, his good. words that he wrote definitely can be used. And I'm not sure if you're involved, but some of the victims' families are demanding or asking that the profits from the book be donated. Mm -hmm. Obviously, makes sense to me. I don't it know. It does. Yeah, they should get all of the profits. I mean, because he basically made money off of the dead New Yorkers. 
Oh, I mean, he's just so despicable. And thanks to you, we all see it now. Never too. I know he's gotten away with it for a long time, but finally, he's he's. And, and you know what, Janice? He's not sleeping well. Even though he's a, he's been always a sociopath. I think he's tossing and turning and visions of you and others <laughs> in his mind saying, "Damn, I almost got away with it. If it wasn't oh. that damn weather girl." The weather lady. The weather lady. Well, the book is Make Your Own Sunshine. Move your head just a little so we oh, can Oh, yeah, see here, wait. Make Your Own Sunshine by Janice Dean. This is what, your second grown-up book? Yes, and then I have the Freddie the Frogcaster series. Well, no, you haven't heard? That's been canceled. You know, Freddie <laughs> was something about uh, Freddie. Freddie's racist. No, I hope not. I hope no. people, they still love green frogs. <laughs> Honestly, without, without Janice's uh, Twitter feed, I don't even know if we have content the last year. So the least our audience can do is go buy that book wherever they <laughs> yeah. I'm dying, And I'm serious about that. Jerry literally has like an alert. He has notifications on. I, I absolutely, absolutely enjoy your your work it is god's work you're you're you know doing the angels work here and uh it's not over yet but it has been an amazing uh effort on your part and others uh to, to bring down this monster and before even the new york daily news in any day now even even ben stiller and chelsea handler are going to say we're done this guy's not who we thought we were what a piece of garbage and they're going to move on it's going to be glorious janice and mostly due to you so Aww, keep up the work and good luck with the book and uh thanks for uh joining us again and we'll do it again we'll, we'll, of we'll course we will we yes will get an update you know when it's over when he's taken away and chains in an orange jumpsuit <laughs> we will have you on again to take a bow oh my friend thank you so much thank you for letting me have a voice on your program as well anytime janice thanks a lot that okay. is janice dean we will leave it there today I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, and Fire TV and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet. Hitting the gym. Avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our lowest prices of the season, the new Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $8.99. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. New hot and iced Sunrise Batch Coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.